Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for joining Brady's Corner. I'm Brady, and this is my corner. We have a phenomenal guest today. We have Taylor Marquis, president of Riverwood Homes, also president of the Northwest Arkansas Home Builder Association. Welcome. Welcome, Taylor. Hey, thank you for having me, Brady. Looking forward to talking to you. Absolutely. And, and there are a lot of things um, I want to dig into today. Um, you want to start off first? Can you kind of introduce yourself and, you know, your, your background and, and college and, you know, how you ended up in the uh, home building industry? Yeah, no, definitely. So uh, I'm Taylor Marquis uh, here at uh, Riverwood Homes, which is located in uh, Northwest Arkansas. Um, we're a single family uh, uh, residential home builder um, only in this market, um, which serves really two counties, Washington and Benton County. Um, and, and we do about 300 to 350 homes a year. Um, our, uh, our, our primary focus is affordability. So uh, I think uh, uh, about what we're going to talk about, this, uh, I'll, I'll touch on a lot of things that are challenging affordability. Um, but, uh, but yeah, a little bit about myself. I, uh, I went to uh, Southwest Baptist University uh, up in Missouri, um, got an international business major, um, had no intention of ever uh, doing anything in construction. Um, my dad had been in construction off and on for uh, uh, about 20 years um, and uh, uh, now going on 30 years. But um, so, I, so I grew up with it and never uh, really had any interest in it. Um, went after college and worked for J.B. Hunt and uh, worked there for uh, a, a little around about a year. And uh, around that time, uh, I was getting my MBA and um, Mark's uh, uh, CEO, um, we had kind of his right hand man got diagnosed with terminal cancer. Um, and so he, he, he came to me and said, hey, um, if you're going to jump in the industry, uh, now's the time because I'm going to need to bring someone in to hopefully help fill those shoes um, one day. Um, Charlie was a, a great man who was Mark's CEO, and I, I actually got to work with him for uh, uh, few years and uh, he was one of the more influential people in my life um, so it was good uh, that I got to spend that time with him um, but uh, uh, started out as a junior superintendent um, and then worked my way up to a superintendent then uh, operations manager um, director of construction and now uh, president of Riverwood Homes so um, it's been a, a fun ride and we're going on eight years and uh, hopefully I'll I'll be able to bring a little insight from uh, the operation side of kind of what we're seeing out there in the market and uh, from the, the, the peers I have in the industry, uh, kind of what they're seeing as well. That's phenomenal. No, that, that reminds me of so many um, great stories of, of some other folks. I've, you know, kind of their training methods on bringing people up and, uh, you know, um, sorry, to, sorry to hear about Charlie and just for everybody's edification, Mark uh, Marquis. Uh, he's the CEO of your company and, and your dad. Um, yeah, so, that's correct. And, so we, we have uh, a fun relationship. It's uh, we, we have a healthy relationship. I say we have a, a work relationship and a, a outside of work, we uh, go back to the kind of the father son relationship. So um, it, 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 it's been really good and it's worked, worked well. We have some other family in the company and uh, um, we have our spats, but uh, 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 kind of become better because of them. Um, and I understand where both of us are coming from. So, and and uh, folks, trust me when I uh, when I say this, it's and during during working hours, it is all business. Um, these two gentlemen ask the toughest questions 
of each other and others and uh, hold everybody to high expectations like they hold themselves. Um, and also your sister is in the business as well, Bailey. She is. So she's uh, one of our top sales agents. Uh, she, uh, she, you'll see her running around the office. Uh, she also has a, a, a new uh, a daughter, her first, uh, her first child. So um, she's getting to work from home a little bit more, but uh, still uh, selling tons of houses and uh, uh, really involved in everything we do here. So it's, uh, it's cool to have that. Um, the, the, I, I tell people with the, they're always like, well, how's that work? How's the, how's the family relationship? And uh, we have a weird thing where uh, uh, I, I'm almost best friends basically with uh, her, her husband, my brother-in-law and uh, my wife's best friends with Bailey. So uh, we see each other a lot outside of work, um, which uh, is weird to most people, but uh, uh, we wouldn't have it any other way. No, that's great. And um, the, the communities that you're building in in Northwest Arkansas, um, um, coming uh, from, um, you know, my own personal experience and coming out, there's such a beautiful area and it's one of the best kept secrets. In fact, we're starting to see signs pop up in Austin. Um, Taylor, what were the signs saying? Um, yeah, so the sign said, uh, it, 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 you wish you purchased a home in Austin 10 years ago. Um, and it says introducing Northwest Arkansas. Um, it's a it's a it's a very rapidly growing region. Uh, we have a, a lot of industry here with uh, Walmart's headquarters here, Tyson's headquarters here, and JB Hunt's headquarters here, as well as a, as a slew of vendors. Um, uh, almost all your major vendors, uh, Procter and Gamble, J and J, almost all those guys will have offices here uh, just to service the Walmart account. Uh, um, the, the the region's definitely getting some uh, more notoriety than. In years past, I think Bloomberg just a month ago wrote, wrote an article about the uh, the next Austin and labeled uh, labeled this area as that. And uh, but but separate from Austin, um, I when the times that I've been there, I have not seen one piece of trash on the on the highway. It's really like a movie set community. It really is just yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty. It's 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 it's, it's a, a really I mean outdoorsy community. Um, we just hosted the um, Mountain Biking World Championships, uh, the UCI Cyclocross World Championships here a couple weeks ago. Um, the, the, the Walton family has invested uh, tons of money. Um, I, mean, I mean, billions of dollars um, have been spent by, uh, by, by Walmart and the Walton company just to kind of make this area what it is. And uh, they've really taken a, a, big, a big step to making this a very healthy and outdoors uh, friendly uh, community. We have, uh, I think they said like more mountain bike trails per capita than anywhere else in the nation. And uh, um, they, they, they definitely have invested a lot in the quality of life here. And that's kind of what uh, helped make this place, this place, as well as just the, the natural beauty of, of Arkansas. And then Fayetteville's kind of got its own feel with the, the university, um, the, the, the state's flagship university here. So um, it, it creates a cool culture. Absolutely. Those are, those are, those are some good uh, fundamentals to have behind it. Um, and you and I were just talking some numbers on homes. You mentioned 300, 350 homes per year, but it looks like uh, this year you're on a much better uh, clip than that even. Um, uh, that, that's the goal. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's, that, that's definitely the goal. I don't, I, I, I project us to hit around 340, 350, kind of what we're going to talk about on the supply chain side might might challenge that, um, but uh, but definitely we have uh, have aspirations to uh, get closer to 400. Um, it's just going to be if the uh, 
the the market environment allows us to. Um, and unfortunately, a lot of that's not due to demand. Um, demand's there for as many houses that we want to build, almost. Uh, but but the supply chain is definitely going to challenge that. Can, can we talk about that a little bit? Like, what is the biggest constraint right now? Is is it labor? Is it lumber? Um, what is the biggest constraint right now for for y'all? Yeah, so uh, last year, the biggest constraint was definitely lumber. Um, you saw the market go up and down, up and down. And um, we, we had the unfortunate uh, circumstance of, of the most houses that we started were at the height of the lumber market. So uh, we definitely took a hit on our margins. Um, and and it, it definitely uh, hurt us um, from, from uh, overall um, operating income uh, perspective. But uh, uh, that's, that's not the case this year. Um, the, the, this year we, we have been able to partner with some good companies and, uh, uh, get some longer lumber locks as far out as 90 days, um, which, which, which helps us control costs a lot better. Um, and, and we kind of know that the lumber market is going to be high most of the year. Um, anybody that tells you they can predict though out two months of what the lumber market's going to do right now. Um, I, I wouldn't listen too much to what they have to say because, uh, it, 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 it's pretty, uh, it, it, it's pretty volatile. Um, you'll, you'll, you, and it kind of just moves with the motions, just like most of the market's doing right now. Um, but the, our biggest problem right now is definitely the labor market. Um, that's the biggest cost increase we've seen uh, to, to, to start the year and the end of, the, end of last year. Um, you're, you're starting to see uh, uh, costs rising where, I mean, I've heard builders that were paying guys 350 a square foot to start 2020 um, on, on framing labor and they're, they're paying north of $7 for the same house um, now. Um, and, and, and you're seeing that not just, I mean, uh, uh, it's almost across the board um, in, in, in any of your labor prices have just gone up um, quite a bit. And a lot of that's attributed to um, the, 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 the schools kind of turning away from the trades and, and, and pushing everybody towards college. Um, it's a hard thing to fix, and there's a lot of guys that have a lot of good ideas about fixing it. But um, it, 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 you, you, college isn't for everybody, um, and, and you can make a lot of money um, in the trades. And I think um, it, it, to, to fix this problem, it's going to take a lot more than just uh, just the economy slowing down. I think you you just don't have the uh, the young skilled guys in in the trade force anymore. So, so how are y'all combating that right now with, with your trades? Yeah. So, I mean, it's forced us, the, 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 I was talking to someone about this last week um, is, is it, 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 it's let you see what companies are flexible and, and, and forward thinking and uh, doing all they can to uh, uh, not disrupt their own supply chain of product. Um, and, and, and it's forced us to kind of become creative in, in how we uh, manage our trade base and how we pay our trade base, um, how we hire our trade base. Um, you're, you're having to do things you previously haven't had to do. Um, we're a production builder, so we're definitely not the highest payer in the market. Um, but, but what we do is if, if we can help out a guy and he needs to buy some, some tools here or there, um, we front them a check for that. Um, um, it, we, we, we do framing bonuses. If you stay on with us for X amount of houses will flip you a bonus. Um, just, just to show that appreciation that we're here for the long term. We're not going to run out of lots and uh, uh, houses to build um, unless the economy makes us. Um, we're, we're obviously going to be smart, 
smart with uh, kind of what our sales are doing. But um, for for twenty for twenty twenty two, we basically booked out all the sales that we're gonna have for the year, so we can tell those guys, hey, you can expect this many houses from us per per month. Um, that allows us to be more competitive um, in, in our labor market, um, as well as um, kind of show them why why there's a benefit. Um, kind of the 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 volume versus the uh, the overall price of the home. If if you can frame two or three houses a week instead of one, um, I can show you you can make more money doing that. Um, you just it, it's just more efficient. Um, so so some of it's educating the trades and some of it's just being more flexible um, on our side. Uh, uh, you want to definitely run off PO systems and and stay stringent to your pay how you pay um, whether you're every two weeks every month or. Um, however, you're paying most of your trades, um, but sometimes the the market doesn't let you do that. And we've had to make exceptions to uh, not affect our uh, our cycle times. So you, when you say we're, we're we have to be flexible with them, you're not joking. I mean, you really have to get creative and and build a relationship there. Like, uh, um, un, unlike uh, you know, a lot of folks, it's um, I'm guessing it's you know one one trade or another kind of commoditized in the past. We're really you know, folk, you, know, you, you are, are building personal relationships with these firms. Exactly. And that's what I tell um, our, our, our director of construction is really good. And he's one of the uh, kind of more personable guys you'll meet. Um, he, he's very good at building relationships with the trades and caring about their well-being, not just them as, uh, a, a, as one of our subcontractors, but them as a person. Um, and so investing in their lives, finding out what's going on with their kids and just, just, just almost treating them like a coworker. I mean, that's, that's, because at the end of the day, that's what they are. I mean, they, they may not work for Burwood Homes, but they're as much a coworker to us as, as a guy that's an office down from me um, because it, cause they're, they're, they're helping us provide the product we do for our customers. So um, really showing that care and that uh, just, just, just having them be open with us. If, if they're going to leave to another builder for another nickel or another dime, just talk to us. Let's let us. I mean, we might not do it and sometimes we might, but um, uh, we, we, we want to have those conversations that don't just, uh, don't just go down the street, uh, uh, as soon as you finish the job without telling us, uh, we, right. we tried to, uh, the, the big thing right now is retention. Um, the guys you got, uh, you want to, you want to keep on the job site. And so, um, anything, any way we can do that, um, we, we try to, um, and sometimes that's difficult, uh, here in the office, but, um, it, it, we, we don't want to really affect our cycle time and, We've seen ours tick up, but that's more supply chain issues than labor. I love it. No, that's that's uh, great advice. And then, you know, absent, um, if we were to take out labor um, as as a constraint, looking further um, or right right next on the supply chain, what's been some of the biggest, you know, maybe top top two items that have uh, um, been been the biggest that maybe it will be straightened out for the next year or so um, that you're dealing with. Yeah, I, I would say uh, uh, the top two, um, a, a lot of that's going to have to do with product availability. Um, I do think eventually that's going to get better. Um, and and that, that also drives part of the labor problem. Say you have a house that the framers frame, but the windows don't show up. Well, that means one day down the road, those framers are going to have to come back. So they're going to have to stop a job that they're doing um, and go back to that job to install those windows. Um, I, I think that that eventually will improve. Um, as, as a lot of these manufacturers kind of switch to the automation um, uh, and, 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 and kind of more a, a less 
labor-intensive process to building the products, uh, just because labor is so tight. Um, they're going to do what they what what they have to do to provide that product, and so um, I, I think you'll see that slowly start to improve. Um, and and once that improves, that's going to help the labor side of things as well, because um, if all the products are there when they're there, framing the house or or, or whatever. Uh, whatever part of the uh, construction process that trade's doing. Um, if all the products there, that means that they can finish that job and move on to the next without having to come back um, and, and, and install or, or, or change something that wasn't there when they were there initially. So um, it, that, that's a twofold thing. Um, the second thing I would say that, that, that we will see improved is more price stability. Um, I think uh, uh, eventually you're going to see things kind of settle. I don't think they're going to go down, but I think you'll see them settle where they're at and we won't have these giant fluctuations. Um, I think that that's a hope right now. Um, uh, I mean, historically things have done that, but um, we'll, we'll, we'll see a lot of things have surprised me the last couple of years. And, you know, if I could ask you to break out your crystal ball for a little bit and looking at you know, um, even in the near term, they're talking about interest rates rising. I think that's almost a guarantee. Um, you know, looking at, you know, everything internationally and inflation and whatnot, what impact do you think that's going to have on single family versus multifamily? And um, does that change anything about the way um, Riverwood Homes is, is doing business? Yeah, so we're, uh, I, I mean, it, it definitely will. Um, we, we build for the masses. Um, we, we, we definitely are, our products on the affordable spectrum. Um, we, we, we're, we're big believers in, uh, building for your school teachers, your police officers, um, your nurses and, 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 and your, your, your workforce, your, your backbone behind your community. Um, what that will do though, is every, I mean, every time a, a rate tick happens or, or we have to raise prices, that prices people out of the market. Um, there's statistics out there and you can look it up for each local market that you're in, but every thousand dollars you go up, um, I mean, that, that, that price is out hundreds of people um, just, just that weren't able to afford that. So same thing when interest rates is every, every percentage point that interest rate goes up or, or slowly ticks up. I mean, that, that's just going to start pricing people out or, or limit the size of the house they can build. Um, demand's definitely there, uh, but but it's going to limit the amount of, I mean, eventually as, as, as prices go up, that limits the amount of people that can buy that product. So um, slowly and slowly, I mean, it, it, we're, we're going to keep pricing people out of this market. Um, and, and, and so I think you'll start seeing that on the upper uh, the, the upper end of the market, um, the, those high price points, you're going to start seeing those slow down. Um, and, and when you start seeing that, it's just a trickle down effect. Um, but Right now, um, I would say 2022 is going to be a strong year for almost everybody, um, barring a uh, World War III or something crazy like that happening um, that, that, that just absolutely obliterates the market or something. Um, but but we, like I said, we're, we're, we're pretty much contracted out through the end of the year, so we kind of know what our backlog is. So it's going to be a strong year for us, um, as, as it will for most builders. Um, 2023 is going to be interesting um, because depending on what, uh, interest rates do, um, and if this uh, crazy hyperinflation that we're in, and, and 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 the the overall cost it takes to build a home just continues to rise. Um, I'm like I said, every every thousand dollars you're just pricing more people out. So um, uh, unfortunately, wage growth I don't think is keeping up with housing inflation. So um, it, it's got to hit a ceiling eventually. Um, but 
right now we're, uh, we're, we're, we're trying to just be smart with uh, where we develop, what we develop, and what we build. And I think a lot of builders are doing the same thing. So you're seeing smaller products come to market, more affordable products come to market, um, and, and, and builders are kind of rethinking how to, how to get, how to still do, build affordable homes um, and uh, uh, do that for um, your, your everyday buyer. Um, and so um, that's maybe product substitutions that might be a denser product, that might be um, a, 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 a more creative product. I, I walked through some houses that were some really cool uh, fourplex townhomes that, uh, man, they got really creative and maximized their footprint and uh, were able to get a very affordable uh, product to their market that you don't, you just don't see in some of these markets. So um, I think it's definitely helped with uh, creativity uh, for an industry that kind of likes to do things the same way a lot of times. No, thank you so much for that. That is um, amazing. And, you know, um, you know, talking about uh, product, product change ups, I, I know that's something um, you're, you're always keeping an eye on, you know, especially with supply chain um, and, and staying creative there. So um, Taylor, thank you so much for your time today. Um, that's all the time we have for today, everybody. Thank you for joining. Taylor, this is phenomenal information. I know everybody's going to love it. Um, thank you for making the time. And everybody, make sure to like and subscribe Brady's Corner. And I look forward to joining you next time.